Hey, good morning. Well, afternoon, moment. <laughs> Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm she, Crystal Crawford. And I titled this week's episode, No Thinking, Just Choosing, in honor of, um, well, choice, but also <laughs> it's how I've been signing my emails lately. Um, I We're in the middle of uh, one call series that I just created on the fly around a bunch of topics that I have been some of the most prominent topics in a lot of my classes. Hey, you guys. And uh, hey, Paula. Hi, Christian. Hi, Alina. And uh, so anyway, so I thought I would talk a little bit about this thing of no thinking, just choosing. Because I've been practicing this a lot more lately and it's becoming kind of the theme of the way I facilitate and all my conversations and I just thought we'd just have a conversation about that. Um, so I'll preface it by saying that my life in the last three months or four months since I've gone on the road has required a lot more presence with all the things. Hi Tanya. Um, a lot more presence with just choices so when you are like moving from country to country and you're not actually sure where you're gonna sleep the next day or then in the next week or you know you're doing doing all this moving around uh, it requires a lot of just choosing what's gonna work what's gonna create here and so so travel sort of in the way that I was doing it puts you in that position you can't in the way that I was doing it make a plan you've got to actually be present and choose so but the thing that I find with a lot of us in our lives is that we keep, we keep looking for thinking and the pros and cons of things as if that's like the valuable thing, as if that's actually going to work. And I just did this call like right before this show, actually, I just got off on potent or impotent. And the whole conversation was about, are you empowering yourself with, with questions or are you going to answers, which is thinking. And um, the normal way we're supposed to choose things is like weighing them out and, you know, choosing the right thing and making sure you're mitigating risk. And, you know, you always buy insurance when you go here because if anything, God forbid, if anything happened, you know, you don't want to be not covered. Instead of asking every time you buy a flight, truth, do I require insurance? Yes or no? No. Okay, never mind. I won't buy it. And so I see us disempowering ourselves like all the time. Now, less so in access consciousness circles, but even still. And it's 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 as if we still buy that thinking through the the rights and the goods and the perfects and the corrects or is actually going to work. And the thing that I I mean, if there's any conversation that I could expand in the world for the rest of my life, it would be the conversation of awareness. And that's why the awareness challenge, if you guys are in my free group, the challenge is to use one tool over and over and over and over to begin shaving off unconsciousness so that you can actually have awareness. Every single thing that we are taught in this reality from, from sex to traveling to booking, I don't even know, I can't even think of a list of things right now, but basically every single way that we're taught to choose has, it. we are taught to look at what's right and what's wrong. Sex is a really great example. I was having a conversation with um, a friend of mine today about sexually transmitted diseases. This is a fucking loaded conversation. So 
To navigate in this reality around sexually transmitted diseases, you're supposed to just have protected sex. That's, it's a fact, it's given, you'll have like medical information like thrown at you, like every single this reality, you know, thing, show, thing, class, doctor will tell you, you have protected sex, that's what you do. That mitigates sexually transmitted diseases. None of that information actually empowers you to choose or to know when your body is with another body that's actually gonna transmit something to you. So, so the same thing is true of pregnancy when it comes to sex. Just to not get pregnant, just be on birth control, just don't miss it. Don't put it on a routine so you don't have to think about it. You don't actually have to be present. You don't actually have to be present is the way we're taught to choose. Do this thing so that you never have to be present with the body that you're choosing, the action that you're taking, and you never have to actually look at or be aware of what that thing is gonna create. So we've created in our society this whole segment of people around sex where if you're out there dating, like I was for a long time, you know, you come, you as me, come across a lot of people that have this intense point of view about protection around sex. Now I'm not saying protection is wrong. What I'm saying is, we're not taught to be aware. We're not taught to actually ask a question and go, truth, body, will I contract anything with this body? Yes or no? No. Okay. We're not taught to ask that. We're not taught to get the awareness. And we are, we are totally unencouraged to trust ourselves. That information is not valuable. What's valuable is this information over here. And that's horseshit. And the only people that can change that is us. Us weirdos who actually know a different possibility is available. We are the only ones that can begin to institute a different reality in this reality. And that's a reality of awareness. Now that doesn't mean that if you're having sex, you'll be playing with somebody that wants to have awareness. I'm not talking about that. But what I'm talking about is you being willing to know what you know, that you know, and being willing to empower yourself with awareness of what your choice will create. There's five or six questions that, you know, we give everybody in foundation class around sex when you're looking at sleeping with somebody. Truth, will it be fun? Yes or no? Truth, will it be easy? Yes or no? Truth, will I be grateful after? Yes or no? Truth, will it make me money? Come to class, I'll explain it. Truth, will I be happier after? And truth, will I contract anything? Sexually transmitted disease of pregnancy or sexually transmitted disease of other? If you... Ask yourself truth and you go with the first thing that pops up. That is your awareness. Now, your awareness of what a choice creates is not validated by anybody. It may be, it most likely won't be. And the only person that can have it and be aware of it and trust it is you. And there will be times when you have other people that fly in the face of your information that you got for yourself. Like there's gonna be people that like, tell you you're wrong, they're, they're gonna give you proof that you're wrong, they're... One of the first things I'll say about your awareness is it's really just for you, just for fun, never tell you, never tell anyone. But, but even then, some people are assholes, some people are assholes, and they're gonna impel their point of view into your world. What are you gonna choose in those moments? Are you gonna choose to think yourself out of what you're aware of? Are you gonna choose doubt? Are you gonna choose fear? Doubt and fear are what's called distractor implants. They distract you from what's really going on. I had a situation recently um, in the last couple of days where a quote unquote friend of mine 
gave me some information about somebody else that I specifically asked him not to give me, did it anyway, and then I had to deal with the steaming poo pile at my feet and choose what I was gonna do with it. And there were so many moments in this particular situation, and I'm sorry, I wish I could be more specific, but there were so many moments where I could have chosen to doubt what I knew, because I asked myself a bunch of questions, like, truth, what am, I, what am I aware of? What am I aware of? What does my body know? Is there anything that I need to be more aware of here? Yes or no? No. Okay, cool. Now, this person's point of view is very different. And it was the kind of information where you were like, you sort of took note of it. It was, it had uh, strength in this reality. His information had a lot of like stick to it. And so a normal person, a not me person, probably would have been stuck by it. But what I was stuck by was why I was stuck. Cause I actually know that everything's an interesting point of view. I'd asked myself questions. I know what I know and I'm trusting myself even more. And what was sticking me was what I had decided about this other person. I decided they were a friend. I decided they had my best interest at heart. They were impelling into my world that they had my best interest at heart. When somebody impels a point of view into your world, they have no interest in your best interest. They have all the interest into what their agenda is. It has nothing to do with you. And so, I could have gone into a lot of thinking about this information. I did for maybe 20 minutes and then I called a friend and then I was over it, which is different because five years ago, you know, that would have been like five days later. But my question to you is like, I mean, that's just one scenario, but when somebody impels a point of view into your world, do you go into thinking to try to find where they're right? The only purpose of thinking is to try to find out where the other person is right and where you're wrong. Because if you just knew what you knew and you didn't have a point of view about anything, you aren't ever wrong. You're just not wrong. You're never wrong. If you have no point of view about anything, the truth is you're never wrong. There's just interesting all across the board. That's interesting, that's interesting, that's interesting, that's interesting. That created that, that created that, that created that, that created that. I guess I wonder what other choices I have is what, you know, true interesting point of view would be like that. Is that your reality? Or is it when somebody fiercely impels a point of view into your world, you've got to go find out where they're right and where you're wrong because they would only be fierce about that if you were wrong or something else. And my, my, one of my questions in this conversation that's sort of going in a totally different direction than I thought it would is, are you, is there anywhere in your world where you're actually really committed to finding the wrongness of you? Because if you are, every single thing that everybody else says or every single choice that you make, you're gonna go looking for where you're wrong. You're gonna go looking for why you're wrong. You're gonna go trying to figure out how you can do it right because you don't wanna be wrong. You're gonna be resisting being wrong while believing that you're wrong, while hoping that you're not. So, what? here's a clearing if you wanna run it, is what energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to be as wrong as I truly am for all eternity? And then start looking at like, what if I, like, what if I'm the, like with this, uh, we'll take this example of this person who impelled this point of view into my world. I really, I really did use all the tools for like a solid hour, two, three hours around this. Cause I was like, okay, I get that I'm looking for where his point of view is right. 
because it because he chose to say it in the way that he did because of the timing that he did because of because 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 all my stories and reasons and justifications for why he must be right and I must be wrong and then I I caught myself thank God for the tools because that's the gift of awareness you can start to be aware of what's happening you're aware now now I'm aware of what's going on in my world and I'm like okay I'm not wrong I know something so what is it that I know about this situation, about this person. I asked some more questions, got more awareness. I'm like, the question became to me, am I willing to know that I know? Is that enough? And in that particular moment, it wasn't quite enough. <laughs> I wasn't willing to just let it go. And so I called a friend and I'm like, can you please ask me some questions around this? Cause I'm also not willing to be stuck by this. So what's happening? And she's like, well, when anything sticks to you, there's a truth with a lie attached. So I just asked, well, what's true here and what's the lie? And that started to unravel that sticky place where I was sending myself into thinking to try to organize and understand the stick instead of just asking a question, getting the awareness of what the sticky was and pock and potting that shit. The only thing that you can do with thinking is fuck yourself over. The only thing you can do with thinking is fuck yourself over. and. I really do get that this incredible invitation that these access consciousness tools are and that I am in the world is to cut it out and begin to choose. But that is a new, that's a new muscle, right? That's a, that's a new muscle. And one of the things that's been really invaluable to me in developing that muscle is starting to get that I can choose from preference, like I really want to choose this and I don't want to choose that, which is one way of choosing, or I can choose from what choices are going to create. And I'll give you an example. So yesterday, with this situation that I'm being very vague about, the person I thought was a friend lobbed some information into my court about another person that I am hanging out with a lot. And I looked at what I could do with that information. I was like, okay, I just got some information. Well. He basically lobbed a poo pile in front of me. I got choices here. There's a poo pile. I could pick up the poo pile and go to my friend and go, this other person gave me this poo pile. Is it true? And I just, I have awareness of the future. I know. I looked at what that would create. And I was like, eh, 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 eh. would we ever really recover from that conversation? No. Okay. I'm not choosing that. Okay, so there's the poo pile again. I put it back down. Now I can roll around in the poo pile. I could buy it and make it real and really need bars and like struggle a lot on my own without. I could step in it. I could eat it. Like I had a lot of choices with that. And what I chose first was interesting point of view as a, as a beginning point because I know me. I can have any conversation I need to have about anything if I need to. Do I need to? Is this relevant? Is this just destruction? And what do I want to choose with this? And those are all questions. Those are all questions that give me an awareness of where I want to function from, what I want to be in a situation that has nothing to do with what anybody else around me is choosing. My friend will never know how much of a future I created for us in that moment. Only I will. And this other person who I thought was a friend will probably never know 
what he created for me and the gift that he gave me by lobbing that into my world because that's just for me too but what it did for me is it strengthened knowing and it made me it made me choose it put me in a situation where it made me choose am i going to know what i know or am i going to go based on somebody else's point of view and create destruction so your life is full of these this is just one tiny example of a like a 24-hour period where these things occur man you've got these choices around money and you got these choices around calls to take and classes to take and ways to spend money and ways to keep money and that's just money then you've got all these choices around business and you've got all these choices around the people in your life and you've got all these choices around parenting um, if I choose this what does it create is an epic place to function from it's a more advanced place to function from you probably won't be able to do it for the next five years or you might be faster than me but if I choose this what does this choice create is the only place to function from and really if you want to really shortcut it if I choose this does it create more yes or no yes done choose it I'll give you another little short story that's very recent so I uh, I, I mentioned in the beginning that I've been traveling a lot and I was most recently in um, London England and right now I'm in um, Ontario and I've got some fun news coming out about that so anyway so I'm in England I technically still have an Airbnb rented under my name in England there's an empty flat in England with my name on it that I paid for and I'm in Ontario <laughs> but what happened was I got to this flat four days late so I paid for none of this flat was used it was so funny I paid a bunch of money to have it I got there four days late I walked in the guy that rented is so kind he's a nice guy but I got into this flat and I'm, I walked down into it and I'm like I can't stay here that was the first moment my body was like no well here we are body we paid this money we're gonna stay here we made it work for like three days and then after three days I was facing I, I was facing a choice that I'd already made that I would already paid for of another week in in beautiful London England because now I'm in London Ontario this could get confusing um, I was facing another week of like creating and working and all this stuff by myself in this flat with no nurturing energies in my body all the things that I actually need to be very prolific and and everything that I wanted to do and be a part of was here So I looked at my choices. I'm like, I could continue doing this choice based on money, based on I have this place, based on you don't do that, you don't waste that kind of money. I could do all of those kind of choices, which is all thinking. Instead of doing that, I just asked some questions. I'm like, if I go home now, does it create more yes or no? Yes. If I go to Ontario now, does it create more yes or no? Yes. Okay, if I stay here, does it create more yes or no? No. Okay, cool. What's required? This is the next question right after that. What's required to create this with ease? And so I made some few phone calls and made some changes in the class schedule and all the things that were required to make that easy. But I honored me and I honored what I know and I honored the fact that it doesn't matter what I've chosen, how much money it's costed, none of that's relevant. What matters is what I become aware of and what I'm able to choose next. 
And so my choices now are really speeding up. And I can tell you in the last week that I've come back to North America, I've created more money in more ways. I've got, I've got new announcements on the home front. I've got, I mean, like literally the, the, the amount that got created in the week coming back here is like staggering. And that's not specific information that I would have had at the beginning when I was choosing to leave England early. I didn't have this specific information. I just had a sense of this needs to change. And so I've ignored those many, many times in the past and I've ignored them and ignored them and let them grow and let them get worse. And now I just don't do that. Now it's like if, if something is like, and this is, and this is the way things work. As you are asking for what you want your life to be like, different energies and things are going to start to ping. Um, anything you're refusing or avoiding, there's awareness there. There's freedom waiting for you there if you start to become willing to receive it. But this is how that works. You're asking and you're pulling and you're generating your life. What would it take for me to be willing to live the energy of what I'd like my life to be so that it can show up for me in totality? And so these things will start to show up that'll be really obvious. They'll start to be really obvious. Like this does not match and I can't actually do this. Or this is like, oh yes. And so your responsibility as a creator of the reality that you're gonna have is to choose. And it's not just things that are choices, but I do find that, you know, in the, well, the choice is, choice is such a broad conversation. I'm not just talking about things. I'm talking about all the moments in which you go into anything beyond yes or no. Anything beyond yes or no, you are in thinking and distractor implants and all the things that make it harder to be you. So what would it even be like to begin engaging with your world in a different way? You know, all of it, all of it. And intense people, what could you be that's different with them? If you didn't have to fight them, resist them, find out where you're wrong, what other choices do you have? And what could you choose to just change it? Different, just different different choice not differently like thinking in a different direction but like stop thinking like actually just start choosing and and Gary you know Gary Douglas is the founder of access consciousness he talks about how we as a group of being we don't really know how to choose we've not been taught how to do it it's not something we're practiced at and he's right <laughs> I'm still getting it you know in greater and greater degrees all the time but it's it is the practice that creates my life more dynamically than anything else. And, you know, when I was creating this series of calls that's been kind of emailed to my list, if you're on my list, you've seen the emails, you know, my normal with launching a new program or a call is giving a fair bit of lead time, at least a week. But I was like, with these calls, I want to, I want to instigate and create something different in the world of like, if you know that thing's speaking to you, jump. If it's speaking to you, jump. If it's speaking to you, jump. If it's speaking to you, jump. That's what's created my life as dynamically as it has. I, I literally look for opportunities, possibilities. And when they have this movement to them, I go. So how do you do it? How do you do it? Do you stop and think and feel and try to figure things out? Or do you allow yourself to have the awareness and choose? 
you can't make a wrong choice. You've never made any wrong choices. And you're not as fucked up as you think you are. You're actually incredible. But what capacity for choice have you been refusing with the thinking you keep choosing? And everything that is, we need to destroy it and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, all, call, land, shorts, boys and beyonds. And that's the clearing statement. You can go to theclearingstatement.com if you'd like more info on that. But what capacity for choice have you been refusing with the thinking you keep choosing? Thoughts and feelings and emotions and sex and no sex are the lower harmonics of being and knowing and perceiving and receiving. In as a being, as a perceiving being, as a knowing being, as a receiving being, there is no thinking required. You just know. You have a sense of when things move, when it's time to go, when you need to choose something else, you are very aware. You can cover it up with lots of thinking and no choosing and problems. And, and that's okay because consciousness includes everything. Is it working for you? Is it working for you? And so what choices are you refusing that you truly could be choosing? That if you would choose them would give you total clarity and total ease. You don't have to explain you or justify you to anybody unless you choose. You get to just know. What would that be like? 